I'm Maddie. And I'm Sophie. And welcome to to our our podcast. podcast. Sophie, we're actually up to episode three. Episode three, chapter five and six. Time really (sighs) does fly when you're having fun. Or when you're just tearing Grace (laughs) to pieces, which is what happened in episode two of I Wrote a Book. Um, I'm just really dissecting her character and all, you know, it's not just Grace, I'm dissecting all the characters and um, just trying to get a deeper understanding for who they are and what they're about, OK? Well, that's so very true. It just seems to be that Grace is in the firing line uh, Look, more often than not. My job is to critique and your job is to read. So let's... <laughs> As my dad... critiquing my critiquing, OK? <laughs> As my father said after he's listening to the podcast, less trying to be funny with Sophie, more reading. So oh, I'm not being funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more me trying to be funny with you. So more reading, which means, Dad, you've got your wish. We're just going to get straight into it, aren't we? Amazing. So, Grace on the Court, time to whip out your bright pink copies, as Sophie and I have, or your e-book if you're tech-savvy like that, but preferably the book, $14.99 in all good bookstores if you haven't got your copy already. Let's do this. Let's go. Chapter 5. Wait, so you didn't end up watching them play? Stella asked as the three girls walked into the school. Oh, they God. waited in the school. Oh, my God. I'm really nervous. The bell to ring on Monday morning. But that's okay. You continue. Should we um, swap roles? She wanted swap to roles? know every detail of what she'd missed on Friday night. Thanks, Sophie. That's a good start. No, Miss Boring over here just wanted to watch Riverdale. But that's because she loved Sebastian so much that she was too nervous to see him, Mia teased. Grace was about to step in and defend herself, but thought better as she knew that was exactly what Mia wanted. Instead, she held her tongue. That's something that you don't really do. Don't you bite your tongue? Oh, bite? Oh, sorry, I know what you mean. As in the, the sayings, bite your tongue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying she held her tongue, because oh. I'm now visualising getting two fingers out and holding her tongue out. But, yeah, anyway, she, that's what that's what Grace did. She held her tongue. How good was last week's episode? I just love Betty and Jughead, Stella replied, distracted by the talk of her favourite TV show. Phew, thank God for Riverdale, Grace thought to herself, sending Stella telepathic hugs for taking the focus off Sebastian. But we could have watched Riverdale any time. I just want to catch another glimpse of Sebastian, said Mia, refusing to let Grace off the hook. I must admit, he's changed a lot over the years, said Stella. Not you too, Grace burst out, unable to keep quiet anymore. Why am I the only one who can't get the image of his food-filled braces out of my head? Oh my God, I remember that, Stella laughed. Well, the braces are gone and perfect pearly whites have taken their place, said Mia, grinning. You're just trying to avoid the fact that he's drop-dead gorgeous because you love him and he loves you, she teased. Grace shook her head. Just as she was about to snap at her friends, she noticed a huddle of girls gathering around the sports notice board. She'd been so distracted by Mia and Stella's conversation that she'd completely forgotten that the Year 8 netball teams were being announced that morning. <gasps> oh, my God. Suspense. I can't believe Grace had forgotten that, actually. I know. The last two chapters were all about her worried and her prep, and now she's just forgotten. For she's, I think, actually, she got um, you know, a bit of your message and has decided to not be so caught up in the netball, so maybe Grace was listening <laughs> to the last episode and changed what she wanted to do. But anyway, now she felt a pang of nervousness compete with a her weepings. Sorry. Like a pang. What is a pang? Like a pang of hunger? Have you ever felt like a pang of hunger? No, I get hungry a lot. But no, but like, I've know, never heard of felt a pang. Oh, I think that's the saying. Like if you were just sitting here and you know how all of a sudden like you weren't hungry and all of a sudden something comes on, it's like a pang of hunger. I just, <laughs> your, your tongue just rumbled on cue. That was great. Well, look it up, Sophie. You learn something new every day. A pang of hunger is a saying, and so now she felt a pang of nervousness. So just all of a sudden, these butterflies came into her stomach and competed with her wheat bix 
that she'd had that morning. Spot on. Spot on. <laughs> I do love Weebix. At least she hadn't been stressing about it all morning, but now she didn't. She didn't feel prepared to learn how to fake. Oh my god, her life would be over. I like, actually, the book wouldn't exist. Yeah. Oh, actually, it's a bit of a spoiler, but anyway. The walk to the notice board seemed to take an eternity. This is it, said Mia. I just hope we're all on the same team. The three friends, I feel nervous. The three friends made their way to free. Three friends, free for free. The three friends, a bit of a tongue twister, made their way to the front of the board, passing groups of girls who were cheering and high-fiving and others who looked devastated or complaining about not being chosen for the A-team. Grace quickly scanned the list. A huge wave of relief <laughs> spread through her body as she saw Caminetti, Parker and Williams all listed in the A-grade team. All her hard work had paid off and the fact that she'd be playing with her best friends again just made it even sweeter. Yes, this is amazing, Stella squealed as she high-fired Grace and Mia. Just as the two girls were about to read the re- sorry, just as the girls were about to read the rest of the names on the list, Amber barged her way in front of them with two other girls from Bellevue, Jordan and Ashley, in tow. Um, what colour is Amber's hair? You very, very soon find that out. Is it orange? You wait. Okay. Wait. You can re-interrupt once you've got that. Mia stumbled as a well-placed bump pushed her into a wall. It's physical, isn't it? <laughs> Watch where you're going. She, sorry. Watch where you're going, she shouted. Amber ignored her as she read the list with Jordan and Ashley. When Amber turned around again, she had a huge, smug smile on her face. You're going to have to learn to take harder knocks than that if you're going to play in my team, she said, swishing her caramel hair over her shoulder as if she was in a shampoo commercial. Was it caramel or was it Ranger? (laughs) Do you know what? I picture her being a Ranger. I think the problem is we've got Grace who's got dark brown hair, Mia who's got sort of like jet black hair and Stella's got blonde hair. I was like, what else can we have to have complete diversity in this book? Caramel was missing. Does anyone else picture Mia? This is a question for people out there. <laughs> Let me know. I picture Mia with blonde hair for some reason. Aww. I think because she's a bit of a... Maybe because you see her in yourself? Maybe. Maybe well, that, we'll that find out. Be... It is interesting, actually. It's been funny when my friends have read the book and they all think that different people are different... Pe- sorry, different characters are different people that I went to school with. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting to see what different people think. So, no, oh, I guess Caramel can be orange but no I've always just pictured you know that kind of like mousy blonde yeah but it's still it's quite lush I think she's probably had her hair highlighted she's probably had she's been to the salon a few times she's been to hair by PhD shout out plug are they in Adelaide anyway it's caramel so you can do with that what you like and that's the thing I love about books is that it's completely up to the reader and no two readers would have the same image in their mind as to what Amber would look like very true so that's a great result Mia turned to her in disgust. How much did Daddy pay the school to make sure you got in the team? Ooh. Amber's father owned a construction company and their family lived in a spectacular two-storey house on the beachfront in one of Adelaide's most prestigious suburbs. The girls had always wondered why Amber went to school like Bellevue and now Linwood when her parents could afford to send her to the most expensive primary schools. She was always showing off the latest technology and clothes and whenever she had a birthday party, social media would go into meltdown with everyone posting photos and checking into the best party ever. Of course, Grace, Mia and Stella had never been invited because they played for Oleander, but they didn't care. Amber was so nasty on the netball court that she wasn't someone the girls really wanted as a friend. Amber gave Mia her best death stare, then motioned to her minions, as Mia later called Amber's posse, and strutted away, flashing a smile at a group of boys kicking a footy in front of the library. Wow, this is really getting intense. I know, I actually feel like, what's going to happen? Ugh, how on earth are we going to play in the same team as them? I can't even look at Amber. She makes me so angry. She thinks she's famous just because she has over a 1,000 Instagram followers. 
I bet you she pays for them. Do you pay for your Instagram followers? I feel like you pay them in in quality, yeah, in, quality. in content, in quality content. Said Mia as she scanned the rest of the list. Totally, said Grace, laughing. But she added, I guess we're going to have to deal with her, though. Amber's actually pretty good. As much as I hate to admit it, we need her in the team to give us the best chance of winning. Of course Grace says that. Of course Grace has to turn Amber, the meanest girl in school, in their t- and she's in her team, she has to turn it into a positive. Classic Grace. Well, Grace just wants to see the best out of every situation, and netball means so much to her that she just wants to do what's best for the team. And at the moment, that's having Amber. Amber was tall and had a massive vertical jump, making her perfect for the goalkeeper position. Of course, this meant that she and Grace would be playing together in the goal circle. So Grace is just already saying she's in the starting (laughs) seven? Well, it more just means that whenever Grace does get the opportunity to be on court, there's a high chance that it will be playing with Amber. But as we learned in the earlier chapters... (laughs) But I mean, as we learned earlier, Grace is a pretty good player, so her chances of being the starting goal defence are relatively high, I would think. So... That meant that she and Grace would be playing together in the goal circle when they got the opportunity. But Grace knew that was... She knew that no matter what went on behind the scenes, as soon as you stepped onto the court, your team must be all that matters. They were going to have to put their differences aside and work together if they were ever going to take down the reigning champions, Clarkson High. Clarkson was a specialist netball school too, but it was much wealthier than Linwood. It attracted the best players and coaches to its state-of-the-art facilities. Clarkson's ultra-modern gym was a far cry from Linwood's ancient run-down outdoor courts. You're so annoying when you're nice. I agree, Mia. Can you please just agree with me for once? (laughs) Sighed Mia. You really relate to Mia, don't you? Yeah, I 100% agree with her. I'm just saying we need everyone pulling together to beat Clarkson. Grace paused. Don't worry, Gracie, Stella said. There's heaps of training sessions before we start playing, and we don't play Clarkson until round three. We have time to come up with a plan. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. The end of chapter five. a short chapter wasn't yeah, it yeah it was short but punchy i would say yeah i thought it was, you know really built suspense yeah that was um yeah a lot of drama in chapter five so can't wait to see what chapter six has in store for us <clears throat> chapter six as the girls headed to class grace spotted angus walking in the opposite direction with his head hung low i'll see you guys at recess said grace and chased after her brother what's up little bro she asked grabbing the sleeve of his shirt Nothing, replied Angus, tersely. In the distance down the corridor, Grace could see a pack of boys high-fiving and slapping each other on their backs. Grace grimaced. Of course, the football teams have been announced today too. Oh no, Gus, don't tell me they didn't pick you, Angus sighed. Even Dave Meathead Roberts got into the A's. He couldn't tell the difference between a football and a netball, Angus complained. Just because he's built like a brick wall doesn't mean he can play footy. I'm so sorry, Gus. This is ridiculous. You work harder than anyone else on the field, Grace said, hoping her brother knew she truly believed what she said. Yeah, well, I guess it's not the hard work they're after. They just want all the big guys and don't give anyone else a look in. Just because I'm not built like a brick wall doesn't mean I can't get the ball. Grace slung her arm round her brother's shoulder. Well, you know what you've got to do now then, she said, looking him in the eye. You have to be the best year eight B-grade player they've ever seen and make them wish they picked you in the A's. Then they'll realise what a mistake they made and beg you to move into their team. She's so supportive, isn't she? She's such a good sister. Like, look, this does not reflect how I would be with my brother whatsoever. Is that more of a reflection of you and your brother's relationship or...? No, I say we've got a pretty good relationship, but 
They are twins after all, so they have that yeah, extra they special are bond. Twins. I feel like twi- I, I actually truly do believe that twins have a very different bond to just yeah. normal siblings. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. So I, I reckon we can let Grace off the hook for that, yeah. that bit of support. Angus gave her sister an appreciative smile. <laughs> appreciative smile, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Gracie, he said. No problem, little bro, Grace said to her twin, who was a whole three minutes younger than her. I better get to class. I'm really not looking forward to hearing all the guys brag about getting in the A-team. Don't worry about them, Gus. You'll prove them all wrong. Ding, ding, ding. Chapter break. <laughs> Chapter break. Quick break. Mission. <laughs> Everyone go get your cup of tea. Grace couldn't concentrate during English. She couldn't stop thinking about Angus. She, imag- she imagined how she'd feel if she hadn't made the netball A-team. He probably felt like his whole life was crumbling oh around God. him. Oh, God. But don't you think in how high school, little things like this are pretty big deals. Like, I remember I didn't make the year seven knockout team at my school. What's knockout? So it was like knockout netball. So I was like, that oh. was kind of like your school's knockout team and you played against all the other schools. So it was you like, didn't make it. and then that was the way that you tried to get into like Sapsaza, which was kind of like the regional thing. And I was devastated. I actually felt like my life was crumbling around me. But a little twist of events, I actually ended up then getting into the team a couple of weeks later because one of the coaches was my umpire for one of my netball games and she thought I deserved to be in the team. Oh, but nice. you know that one of the main reasons I didn't get in the team was because I put myself in goal attack. <laughs> <laughs> so moral of the story, stick to what you're good at. Um, if you know that, you know... Put yourself in goal attack. <laughs> you had to write down, like, you know, what your first two positions were in my like, goal attack, wing attack, oh, goal attack and centre or something like that. And then I did all my trials in goal attack. You're didn't get a goal. So I don't blame them for not putting me in the year seven team but shout out to mrs i can't remember what the teacher was actually that saw me but anyway shout out to her so yes his world was crumbling around him to try and shake <laughs> that was another yawn <laughs> i mean i know that chapter five was really really intense and maybe you just want to come down from the excitement of that chapter it was a release of adrenaline that's what it was okay Continue. i'm gonna i'm taking that so anyway, she tried to shake off her worries and buy herself some time to think. She asked Mrs Anderson if she could go to the bathroom. She never usually skipped class, but now she walked aimlessly through the corridor, her mind ticking over, trying to think of some way to help Angus. Are you appreciating this, like, bad girl side of Grace? I know. She really needs to get to class <laughs> and stop worrying about Angus. Oh, she's just so selfless. She was in such a daze that, turning a corner, she ran straight into someone coming the other way. Ran straight into them. Oh, sorry. That's bang. right. Yeah, you haven't been very good with your sound effects <laughs> I'm lately. just so invested. That's well, true. It is pretty reeling engrossing. back. So she reeled back. What, did she get her... She reeled <laughs> reel, reel herself back. <laughs> she realised with a start that it was Sebastian again. He grabbed her arm to steady her Ooh. before bending down to gather the books he dropped. Ooh. It gave her a moment to recover her breath. And <sighs> have a good look at a Sebastian. Good as he glanced up again, she noticed that the pale blue of his school shirt seemed to do something magical to his deep blue eyes. Jeez, you'd think someone as talented as you would have better eyesight, Sebastian teased. What a great little pick-up line there. I know. Bit of a compliment. He's so smooth. Compliment. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm on another planet today. Grace felt her cheeks turn a deep shade of red. You've really got to be more careful, Gracie. We don't want Linwood's best netballer getting injured, he said with a grin. Ooh. He seems like such a flirt. He is very flirty. I was actually just about to say, I said in episode one that I was going to work on my Sebastian group, uh, my Sebastian voice. I don't feel like I've really changed it that much, but... Look, that's, that's probably for the best. <laughs> Key to a good uh, reading? He seems no. very flirty. Like, I don't know if I can trust him. Is he like this with other girls as well? You'll soon find out. Suspense. 
So he doesn't want, um, we don't want Linwood's best netballer getting injured, he said with a grin. Grace blushed. Why was Sebastian acting like this? Surely he was just being friendly because they'd known each other for years. And maybe he was treating her less like a kid now that she was at high school. Of course, that must be it, she thought. She knew the best way to get over her awkwardness was to joke around with him like she would with Tyler's other friends. Well, maybe if you actually spent some time in class, I wouldn't have run into you in the first place. But I've heard you pretty much run this school, so you don't actually need to go to any classes. Bit rich coming from you, Grace, when you're not even in class yourself, so... Yeah, look, she's just trying to have a bit of banter. She's just trying to act like things are normal. She doesn't want to get too caught up in, you know, the flirtation. Is it true you've sung to the teachers to get out of trouble? Only the female teachers, he said. I tried it on Mr Carrington a few weeks ago and he looked like he wanted to punch me. Thank God for the no-touching students rule. I got off easy with a week of detention. There it was again, that poster boy grin beaming down at Grace. She couldn't help but laugh. Mia was right. He was charming. Ooh, Grace, don't get distracted. Oh, she's You've got netball in school to worry about. You don't need boys. This could be the turning point in Grace's <laughs> life. As long as you didn't try it on Mrs Waters. Tyler said she's a nightmare, replied Grace. Mrs. Waters was a school librarian. Tyler had already warned the twins that she was a permanent, had a permanent frown on her face, and that she yells at students for no apparent reason. I've never met. I've like never at my schools have I had a bad librarian. Like all the librarians are nice. Yeah, actually, same with me. But again, cliche American soap. Mine was always the student reception lady. Like she was the scary one. Yeah, that's true. But then they were always the good ones because they were the ones like you had to go to the yeah. sick room. And my one loved netball, so like everyone else like hated her, but she like loved me. So I'd come later, like, sorry, had netball training. <laughs> Even if you hadn't been, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's great. She had yeah a permanent frown on her face though. This librarian. I don't think I'd be breathing if I tried it on her. Sebastian replied. The two started laughing simultaneously. <laughs> What kind of laugh, like, because if they're doing it simultaneously, you've got a lot of laughs, as we know. For those who don't know, Maddie Proud has about 50 laughs, and you're hearing one right now. You've heard two there, actually. She actually has 50 laughs, so there's there's lots of, there's about five pity laughs she has. Like, someone just has, like, one pity laugh. Maddie has about five. And, yeah, look, next time you speak to her and you hear her laugh, just... You know, take take a bit of notice. I just like to give everyone, like, you know, a bit of versatility in what sort of laugh they get. So, you know that if you've got, like, a real... <laughs> if she's if she's not making noise, then That's it's funny. funny. It's very funny. But then, like, I think it's more of, like, a giggle, probably, from, like, Grace. She's like... <laughs> and then Sebastian was probably like... <laughs> so That's not how it goes. simultaneous. No, but, sorry, I'll do Sebastian, you do Grace. <laughs> Jess answer, should we get it live <laughs> on I Wrote a Book? Hi, Jess. Hello, darling. Hi, Jess. It's Maddie, too. You're actually live on episode three of I Wrote a Book. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Have you yet listened to episode one? Uh, no, but I will. <laughs> That's all we need to know. Can you just give a shout-out to our listeners and just tell them why they should listen to this podcast? Sure. Shout out to the listeners. You should listen to this podcast because it's amazing insight into how to be a good netballer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Perfect. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> um, what are you doing? Uh, driving. driving. <laughs> Classic. Jess always calls me when she's driving. <laughs> are you actually doing a podcast right now? You are actually doing a podcast right now. <laughs> Way to interrupt. Oh. Um, maybe I'll call you after. 
that's Maybe. okay. You probably won't, but that's sure. No, I will, I will. I bought her banana bread. Yeah. Oh, that's good of you. Okay. Um. Well. Uh, bye. Enjoy. Thanks for featuring. <laughs> that was so quite funny. funny. That was quite toppling. So yeah, shout out to Jess Anstis. Um. But yeah, still go the Swifts. Grace. So they've sorry they've just laughed simultaneously for anyone that just got sidetracked by that interruption too. Grace glanced down at her watch and her face fell when she realised she'd been out of class for almost 15 minutes. Oh, my God. That's way longer than she needed for a toilet break. You're a bad influence on me, Seb. Not all of us can sing a few chords and flash a smile at the teacher to get out of trouble. Mrs Anderson is going to kill me. Just watch where you're going next time, Gracie. Don't want you running into too many boys. Shaking her head and giving him a half wave, Grace hurried back to class. What had just happened? If she didn't know any better, Grace could have sworn he was flirting with her. No, surely not. Still, Grace decided there was no way she would tell Mia and Stella about this encounter. They would turn it into a massive deal. Turning the handle over the classroom door, Grace braced herself for the verbal spray she expected to receive. But fortunately, Mrs Anderson appeared to be in a good mood. Everyone was working on their independent reading assignments, so Grace hadn't missed much. But she was angry at herself for letting herself get, up, get caught up in conversation with Sebastian. How would she let that happen? How? She was just, you know, his blue eyes and his poster boy grin just drew her in. She's tr- yeah. Don't don't cut yourself up, um, beat yourself up about it, Grace. Everyone makes mistakes. It's yeah. okay. Ding, ding, ding. Chapter break. That night, Grace was sitting in her room reading the latest book in the Net Girl series when her, her phone buzzed. <laughs> sorry, I've gone back to uh, Yeah, I was going to say, that's all right. Amber. It's a message from Amber, sorry. Ding. So what's it going to take to get you and your loser friends out of my team? I think I prefer this version. Yeah, same. Grace stared at her phone in disbelief. Why did Amber hate them so much? All they'd ever done was beat her in a game of netball the previous year. Grace couldn't understand how someone could be so mean and have so much hate for someone she barely had anything to do with. Grace considered not replying, but she felt she needed to deal with the issue before it got out of hand. Classic Grace. (laughs) Ding. Grace. We're in this team together, whether we like it or not. Let's just do what we can to make sure we play well and win. Grace hoped that bringing the subject back to Netball, the reason they were all in this position, would help the situation. Ding! Amber. I'm sorry, Miss Netball nerd, but I didn't want, don't want to hang out with you guys any longer than I have to. Grace was beginning to lose patience. Ding! Grace. Well, it seems you're the only one that has an issue, so maybe you should be the one to leave. Grace hated fighting with anyone, but she was getting sick of Amber acting like she could do whatever she wanted. Ding! Amber. No way. This is my team. Grace threw her phone onto her bed and put her head in her hands. She'd been so excited to make the high school A team and play netball with her friends and a good team with a good coach. But now it had finally happened. Amber was turning it into a nightmare. Right now, she wished she could go back to primary school where there was no Amber and no gossip about her and Sebastian. Oh, God, just primary school. Life was so much easier. Life was so much easier. Take us back. Take us all back. Gracie, dinner's ready. Grace's mum yelled from the kitchen. I'm not hungry, Grace called back. A few seconds later, her door flew open and Angus ran in, wearing nothing but a pair of footy shorts. Beads of sweat were running down his red cheeks and he was puffing like he'd just run a marathon. Did I just hear that you, Grace Elizabeth Parker, are not hungry? Angus asked between breaths. Yeah, so what? Grace said bluntly. Well, 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 this is going to have to go down in the history books as the day Grace said she wasn't hungry. I'm going to remind you of this day every time you complain that you're starving or need fuel or have never been so hungry in your life. 
said Angus as he paced in circles around Grace's room. Okay, Angus, get off Grace's back. I want Grace's side with this. Sometimes she she might not be hungry. Maybe she was just a bit upset, you know. I mean, no reason not to eat. I'm, yeah, I'm, but look, I was going to say, I can't, I can't relate to this because I'm always yeah. hungry too. Shut up, Gus. I don't care. Grace flopped face down onto her bed and buried her hair, head in her pillow. After a moment, she felt Angus sit down on the end of the bed. As Grace lifted her head and rolled onto her back, she caught a look of concern in her brother's face. What's wrong, Gracie? It's nothing. Grace, I've seen enough memes on Facebook to know that when a girl says it's nothing, it really means everything. I'm your brother. Talk to me, Angus offered. Oh, it's seriously so stupid. It's just Amber. She's ruining everything. Grace huffed. Huffed. <laughs> Amber Burns, that girl that thinks she's God's greatest gift. Newsflash, Amber darling, you ain't. Is he American? Angus put on a fake American accent and snapped his fingers. It's like, newsflash, Amber, darling, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. Poor, I didn't even want poor, to discuss Poor that. Angus. What's she done now? Angus asked, returning to his usual Thank voice. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for everyone. She wants me, Mia and Stella out of the A-grade team. She's still upset about last year's grand final. What? She's still going on about that? Yep. Seriously, she needs to get over it. Oh, I'm sure it'll all work out, G. She's just jealous that you're a better netballer. Trust me, once she sees you carve it up at training, she'll be begging to play with you. Angus sprang up from the bed sprang. and attempted... He sprang up like a... What? Like a spring? Like a spring. Sprang <laughs> like a spring. Sprung like a spring. It's like a pogo stick. Um, he sprang from the bed and attempted to act out various netball moves. Ugh, you're such an idiot, Grace said, laughing. Come on, let's go eat. I'm starving. Grace got up and tugged her brother's arm to lead him out of the room. Told you... Hey, Grace, remember that time you, you said that you weren't hungry? Angus teased. Grace slapped her brother on the arm and shook her head as the two laughed their way to the kitchen. All the way uh, the kitchen. That's only, long. only a couple of rooms. That's a long laugh. Oh, well, Sophie. An end of another chapter. The end of chapter six. Do you know what? I'm just so happy right now. That you really let the Grace off the hook on that chap in that chapter. Yeah, I did let her a bit off the hook. I'm kind of understanding where she's coming from a little bit, um, but yeah, I'm you know she's she's growing on me. Yeah, I think maybe the introduction of Sebastian, you're getting to see that other side of her that yeah. you know actually she is a, um, a a more of a well-rounded person. She's not just focused on on Netball. her netball, and she's also a good sister a to her brother too. Angus. So yeah, I liked chapter three. I thought that was yeah. Yeah, I felt we're really building, introducing some new characters, introducing like a new storyline. It's really building. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited so for what's going to happen next. So, what are your three words for this? Oh, describe it in three words. Grace is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was perfect Grace Barker last week and now it's Grace is okay. Okay, mine are Sebastian King Beautiful. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Sebastian because yeah. I'm just picturing his pale blue eyes that, you know, are really accentuated by his pale blue, blue shirt. shirt. So, yeah, I'm really excited for the Sebastian character to also develop. So we can see whether you're right about him being a bit of a flirt yeah, or whether he actually player. is a genuine guy and really does appreciate Grace. He seems like a bit of a player at the moment, so I'm kind of like steer away, Grace. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I think this is where Grace really has to look inside of herself and make some decisions for herself. <laughs> so there we go, guys. That's the end of chapter, episode, three episode three of I Wrote a Book. book. See you next week. Bye.